Ma Coco? Aye. For Maui, it's a new beginning. With honor and deep respect, we're moving forward. We're ready to get people back to work. We all have to do our part, and we'll make this happen. Working together. We are ready to work. Ready to serve. All ready. 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 We are ready. For more information, visit makokomoe.com. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. another episode of mothership steph brooke and noli here okay guys it's time to feel empowered with kylie hamamoto the junior at kunaho school is a founder of a hawaii nonprofit with an incredible mission we're gonna keep that a little secret right now and let kylie tell us more about that but welcome welcome kylie welcome, thank you kylie. so much thank Yay. you so much for having me it's yeah like a huge honor yeah Thanks for taking the time out of your studies, I know, or any extracurricular activities that you may have to spend time with us. But this is really exciting because um, you haven't even graduated from high school and yet you're a founder of a nonprofit here in Hawaii. Uh, it's called We Go with the exclamation point. So, so how did you come about it? Yeah, so um, hello, aloha everyone. My name is Kylie. Um, as mentioned earlier, I'm a current junior at Punahou. And so, yeah, I did found my nonprofit, WeGo, and it stands for Women Empowerment and Global Opportunities. So that's what the acronym that it stands for. Um, yeah, so how did I come about it? I started WeGo in eighth grade with the mission to foster strong, independent female leaders. And so that's something that I've always been passionate about, about you know, women empowerment. And I think I got that from having really great, amazing role models in my life that have set great examples for me, even great examples on TV, like, um, yourselves, um, but especially my parents, I think, are probably my biggest benefactors and um, reasons as to why I am who I am and why I'm so passionate about building independence and leadership and confidence for girls. So my mom, I would describe my mom as like pinnacle, strong woman, strong immigrant woman who is, you know, living proof of hard work. Um, my dad is my biggest supporter. He's a teacher at um, Ke'ili Kolani Middle School as well as the founder of their Young Women's Club. Um, and so he's kind of like the, the OG supporter of women, uh, women rights in my life. And so he was kind of like the spearhead for why I am so passionate about independence and confidence for girls. Um, but especially an interesting story though, um, specifically as to why I got the name Vigo, um, it's from my dad also. So interesting story is that whenever I have, you know, a really bad day, um, scored bad on a test or what have you, and need comfort, support, or even just like a McDonald's ice cream cone or whatever, my dad would always take me cruising in his car. And so this kind of always cheered me up no matter what. And so what he would say to me before those car trips is he would go like, oh, we go, 
And so just hearing those words um, kind of always reminds me of his support, his comfort, and his love. And so that's kind of what I want all girls to, to, to feel when they hear the words we go. And so I kind of want them to, to feel empowered and confident and supported. So yeah, the name we go is super special to me. Also, it's kind of, you know, includes some local pigeons, which basically kind of ties back to my home that I'm really proud to be from. And then most importantly, it encapsulates kind of like my approach to equality that I'm trying to promote with WeGo, which is to um, approach inequality with a humble heart. And so, you know, taking Hawaii values of aloha and using that love and community to combat gender inequality. So that's sort of the little fun backstory behind WeGo and kind of like how I got it started. But that's yeah that's I'll say that for now that, that's so that's so awesome I mean and it, it really shows right now I mean you're a shining example of, of both of your parents uh, so I got interested when you said your mom uh immigrated yes what's her story yeah. yeah so she is from Japan um and then she's from a place called Kanagawa specifically Chigasaki and um her story well she wanted to be a writer ever since she was in elementary school and her story was that she wanted to come to America to seek opportunities and become a writer because at the time the gender roles in Japan were women were housewives did a lot of the housework and cleaning and so she was like no that's not something for me she wanted to write she wanted to be a writer so she came to Hawaii um, at 19 and she basically worked really hard to become a writer and then now she does translations and newspaper articles and she has her own blog. So she's kind of living proof of how being able to kind of break through gender norms and kind of coming to America, um, working really hard to what she wanted to do, accomplish what she wanted. So um, I really, I just, I live up to her and her example. And so that's kind of like what I try to input into my work with WeGo. And yeah, yeah, because I mean, I read, um, you know, you have a website, by the way, which we'll talk about yes. later on. But then I read that um, you branched out and um, mm -hmm. you're, this is also an international, not just Hawaii, yeah. right? Yeah, so um, that was, um, yeah, I can talk about that um, a bit more. But we have international chapters, one in Osaka and Tokyo. And so um, I thought that Japan would be a really great place to start seeing that um, I am also Japanese myself. Um, and so I really, I see a lot of um, these Japanese gender roles in my life. It's very prevalent um, and I am, I constantly see it through, I actually have post exchange students at my house. And so, um, you know, we have really cool conversations about um, what it's like to be a girl in Japan versus America and Hawaii. And so I thought being, um, branching out to Japan was a great um, start globally, uh, making global WeGo chapters because those are the girls that I want to help the most seeing that um, I see examples of them through my mother and through my family. Um, and so, yeah. So, wow. Kylie, how do you start like another chapter, let alone an uh, international one? Um, so I think most, most of the time I get these messages from my website and social media is a big thing too. So um, whenever we post new events, um, we totally we're open to schools other schools girls from other schools to come down and um, do these volunteer activities with us and international chapters are actually from my a lot of them are like my exchange students they 
um, come to one of you know my beach cleanups or one of our donation drives and our volunteer events and they really like you know what I'm doing and it's something that isn't really offered in Japan as much either so um, they're like yeah we really need this in Japan um, so they kind of wanted to bring it over to their school and so it's just really amazing to see that sort of change from um, previous uh, Japanese cultural roles and sort of, sort of bringing that new Western um, culture in there as well. So Kylie, how old are you? I am 16. Wow, oh my God. Yeah, turning 17 old, in uh, December. Okay, Noli, at 16 years old, were you guys thinking about creating uh, your own nonprofit? Um, oh maybe a while ago. That was eighth grade, actually. So <laughs> yeah. it way more than that. No, not My answer is no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's amazing, Kylie. Yeah. And, and why the focus on women uh, equality was something, did something happen to you, your mom? Can you explain why mm. that focus? Yeah, um, like I said earlier, my parents, huge supporters in my life. Um, and my dad, I mean, I'm an only child. So um, they are, my parents are really, really big role models in my life. And my dad is always pushing the idea of being independent and, um, you know, being able to self-provide for yourself. And so the importance of being a strong leader and being confident in your own shoes. And so um He's a teacher as well. So he sees girls of all ages. He's worked with high schoolers all the way to elementary school students. And so he is able to show me amazing role models. And um, he actually listened to your podcast for a while. <laughs> no. cool. And so uh -huh. he, you know, he's always kind of in the loop with um, amazing female leaders in our community. And he kind of has always, since a young age, has fostered me into being who I am now. So definitely from a young age, just always preaching to me about the importance of independence and being able to do what you want to do and um, finding your passion and um, executing, exploring that passion. Are you the only child? Yes, I don't know. So, um, I mean, those, um, the exchange students that I host are pretty much like um, sisters to me now. I've had over like 70 exchange students over at my house. So like from all different um, areas in Japan. So whenever we go visit, it's so fun to just take a road trip through all the different prefectures because I think now there's at least we hosted like at least one girl from each prefecture. So every time we go to Japan, it's it's really, really fun. So Kylie, um, how do you create female empowerment? That is a really good question. And I think that was what I wanted to explore with my nonprofit. I mean, in eighth grade, I obviously had no idea how to yeah, so, it is kind of a question, foster, right? I mean, it is kind of a challenge. It is kind of a challenge to that I'm come up with a way to foster. Um, I guess it is a challenge mm -hmm. to come up with a way to uh, foster yeah. it. But um, as you were saying, Kylie, sorry, you just got cut out. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I was going to bring this up maybe later, but this is a perfect time to talk about it now. Um, we created four main steps into becoming a leader. So first is, you know, finding your passion. And the second is finding your voice and being comfortable in your own voice. And the third is starting your own cause. And then fourth is sharing that voice and sharing that cause. And so every event and activity workshop that we host and we create is aimed, is made to aim to at least one of these steps because, you know, not all girls are the same. Some of us are more comfortable, more comfortable public speaking than others. 
some of us are more comfortable with you know being invited to speak on a great podcast and some of us some of us have discovered their passion and some of us haven't so in terms of becoming a leader um, we all start at different points of the process so that four-step process that we created allows us to cater to every girl that is at every stage um, of the process so I think that was the main focus behind um, what are what we do at WeGo, and we wanted to be able to um, help girls at every stage. Some girls um, are at different stages than others, so anything, everything that we do, um, and I can talk more about specific activities and specific events that we've done. But everything that we do is aimed to help girls find their passion and help girls um, be comfortable and confident in their own skin. So that's kind of the main essence of what we try to do or what I try to do with um, all the stuff that I do at WeGo. Yeah, I, and I think it's it's really cool because I mean, again, I was on your website and um, it shows, mm -hmm. I guess, um, different girls from different backgrounds and um, young, yeah. young women and um, you you're able to bring them together with these activities. But I think also more importantly too, you create a safe place for them to feel comfortable in being in their own skin and it's good yeah, to see exactly, um, you yeah. know these types of activities bringing people together um, towards you know making positive change too and I think in doing those activities they kind of learn more about themselves and then you guys learn more about each other and then mm -hmm. it, it's um kind of like power and support in numbers too right I mean you just get that automatic feeling so I, I think I really like that about mm -hmm. you know your activities and how you kind of invite everybody to join and what's the age range of sorry, yeah, sorry bro. exactly the age range that you guys see at WeGo your events? Most most times it's between middle and high school. That's sort of our main range. Seeing that that's the people that I can relate to the most and I can speak on the most. So, Kylie, I was interested in hearing, um, and if you can explain to the listeners for folks who haven't been to the website yet, yeah. how to like give a couple examples of the activities and how you kind of align it with the different steps you're saying yeah, that's that's I'm curious about that yeah of course so I can kind of maybe I can go kind of chronologically too um so when I first started we go in eighth grade that was like during the peak of COVID and the start of online school so we started off with doing these online zoom calls with guest speakers and a group of students and so I probably only started off with like 10 of my classmates we kind of all got together listened to these speakers and so that was a way for us to find our passion and hear these different voices and getting their advice. And then when I became a freshman at Ponaho, I created a club and we probably still only had like 30 or so members. And this was still a time when we couldn't do a lot of in-person activities. So I ended up converting those online Zoom meetings to um, podcasts. And so on my podcast, I interview female leaders from um, a wide range of career paths and they come on my podcast and Similar to what you all are doing, we I talk we talk story. You know, they give us some advice, and then just so girls can kind of get exposed to different career paths. Because um, I'm, I'm still in high school, and I don't know what I want to do um, down the line when after I graduate um, high school and even college. So it, this is a really good experience for us to hear these women speak upon um, what they do, and hopefully we can get inspired and we can find our own passion. Um, so that was the, um, the podcast is a great example of events that we do to help girls find their passion. Mm -hmm. um, and then also when I was a freshman, this was um, a really 
pivotal year for me because I had to do a lot of problem solving to get around those COVID restrictions. So um, I, of course, I host my podcast, but we also hosted online workshops um, for female professionals. Specifically, we did one on uh, job marketing and networking. And so we helped um, advertise and market an online women in tech conference, which was awesome. We had a panel of amazing ladies that worked in huge tech companies like uh, Apple and Tesla, Netflix, Venmo. Oh. And so, yeah, um, after that, it kind of got loose and we were able to do a couple other stuff. Um, so that women in tech conference and all those workshops are also great examples of helping girls find their passion, but also finding their voice. So hearing from these amazing ladies and um, having a great example like that. And then we hosted a donation drive in my freshman year for YWCA. Uh, we collected gently used business attire clothes. And then um, we had a beach cleanup, our very first beach cleanup at Kalama Beach Park in Kailua. And so we were able to feature female student-owned businesses and we donated all of the microplastics that we collected um, to students that created art pieces and jewelry using those beach microplastics. So that is a good one of um, a good example of helping girls start their cause and sharing their voices. And so we were able to share the voices of those female-owned businesses. And then we were able to kind of put little stands and have little areas for them where they could give out coupons to our participants of the beach cleanup. Um, so yeah, that was all freshman year. Sophomore year, was also really exciting because that was when we became one of probably one of the biggest clubs at Punahou with over 150 members so that was a huge that was a huge change for me because going from like 30 to 150 and then we had over 20 student co-leaders and so those co-leaders um, are girls my age younger older and so we all come together and those student co-leaders are the ones that help um, me make events and so those are that co-leader program that we have is a great example of helping girls start their own cause. And so that was step three. <laughs> and in my sophomore year, we were able to do a ton more of in-person activities. So that was really fun. We did um, a beauty drive. We collected beauty items for houseless women and girls in Hawaii. We held uh, entrepreneurship workshops with local schools. So we taught girls how to create a business plan, consider profit, economic viability, and then writing and presenting a business pitch. So stuff that you would see on Shark Tank. Um, and so yeah, sophomore year was a huge year for me um, because that was also the year when I filed WeGo as a 501c3 nonprofit. So then that was kind of when we were able to establish those international WeGo chapters that I talked about earlier in um, Japan. And so yeah, sophomore year was huge. Uh, we did a lot of in-person activities and all those activities were run by those student co-leaders as well as myself. So we were able to help girls, again, find their voice, um, start a cause. So starting one of those businesses and then finding their passion. And then, yeah, we had a beach cleanup not too long ago at Waimanalo Beach Park. That was also a great um, event. Um, it was a great success. We partnered with student organizations. Um, we had a couple girls set up booths and talked about um, beaches uh, and then yeah, so those are some of the some of the examples of stuff that we've done that targeted those um, four steps. And so I'm hoping um, in the coming years that I'll be able to bring together more girls to be able to um, do make their own events that will be able to um, address these four steps. So um, goes beyond me. Um, it will be girls that um, 
you know, take, take the next step and start to create their own events. And so that's kind of what I'm inching towards in the upcoming year or so. Ooh, yeah, that's Kylie. Really cool. Wow, Kylie. Um, I know you said that uh, you don't know what you want to be when you grow up, but uh, yeah, I don't think your parents have anything to worry about right now. I, I mean, I almost feel like uh, we should say, hey, um, who needs to hire Kylie? Because uh, I think we found the perfect candidate for for you. I mean, wow, Kylie. Um, that's a lot of a lot of things that you created uh, and uh, you know came up with and uh, executed successfully. Obviously, it sounds like you said the word "we," so it, it's more than than you. I mean, you're obviously working with a group yeah. to get this underway. But um, how much time does it take out of your schedule, and does it take away from your um studies? I mean, is this a juggling act for you as a student and as a young woman? Oh yeah, definitely a huge a lot to juggle with of course studying and then now getting into junior year we have a lot of college um, coming up a lot of college stuff that we have to think about so yeah a lot of juggling actually being a student athlete as well I think I thrive better in more busy scenarios because I'm a very uh, I get distracted easily so if I have a lot of free time I feel like I'm going to end up not doing a lot of stuff anyway so having a really busy schedule sort of gives me like a time frame to get things done by. So in a way, um, maybe it's better that I have more things to do, but also um, yeah, it gets kind of hard sometimes, especially um, with tests, exams, and just student life in general. But overall, it's been a really, really good experience for me um, and being able to juggle those things and time manage. But what is your goal with this? Do you want to, because I can see a lot of people outside. It seems like right now, a lot of the brainstorming and the work is is being put on at Punahou. Um, but I can see a lot of people outside, um, you know, wanting to take part in this um, as more and more people learn more about it. Is your goal to get it out there and make it bigger than it was it is today? Um, knowing though that you still want to go to college too. Right? No, yeah, definitely. I want to be able to reach the biggest audience that I possibly can and be able to influence girls everywhere. And I think specifically Punahou, especially in our community, it's a very niche community. We're very, very privileged. Um, and so I really want to be able to um, step outside of that Punahou community and go out into other schools. So as I mentioned earlier, my dad is a teacher at um, Kaylee Kalani Middle School. So we're able to do a lot of work there. Um, and so the business workshop specifically that I talked about earlier is um, with his school. And so it's really amazing for Punahou girls to get the chance to go out in the community and hold these different events at other schools. Because um, even though it, it does seem like, you know, we're lending a helping hand to them, we are also getting the same amount of learning experience that they are um, because we are so, you know, privileged at being able to go to Punahou. We get so many opportunities for us, um, pretty much handed to us. Um, and so being able to go out into the community, experience um, other schools and kind of like other lifestyles that we're kind of sheltered from is very, very important. And that's what I'm hoping um, to give to these Punahou girls that help me um, brainstorm and come up with these events. And so that's kind of what I'm hoping to do is be able to branch out to other schools and being able to share my mission with other schools because this can benefit anyone. Um, so no matter what age, no matter where you are, this um, anyone can become a great leader and, is, and it's important for anyone to be able to have those leadership skills. Mm -hmm.
Gosh. Heidi, yeah. would you consider, I'm sitting here, I have a daughter who's sixth grade and Noli has, oh. Noli has two girls too, right? So I, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about them and I'm, would you ever consider having chapters in other schools here locally too? Yeah, so that's kind of, um, I really, really would love to be able to branch out into local schools, especially like that is my main goal is we're trying to get it out to more schools, um, local schools, and just be able to, because I feel like, especially in Hawaii, being so isolated, we need it here the most, being able to kind of foster those strong island female leaders. And um, one of the main things that I think is really important, and the reason why um, I believe that it's needed in the community is because most of these leaders, um, well, obviously, we want to make positive change. But one of the biggest um, ideas that I try to promote through WeGo is paying it forward and coming back to Hawaii and teaching the next generation of girls to do the same thing. So that's really what I want to be able to achieve with WeGo is I'm definitely going to take this with me whenever I go to, whenever I graduate high school and when I go to college. And I definitely want to make this something that I do at the job um, if possible. And so um, I really want to be able to foster leaders that will um, be really strong leaders, create positive change, but most importantly, come back to Hawaii and be able to preach um, that same mindset to girls of the next generation. So yeah, definitely branching out to local schools is very, very important to me. And I hope that I can do more of that in my junior year. <laughs> and how can people or girls or, or parents find out more about um, you guys and um, website, uh, yeah, social media? So everything is on our website. It's www.wego.hawaii.org. And then we have, um, you can find us on Instagram at wego.hawaii, YouTube. We're pretty much on, we try to be on every platform that we can (laughs) and keep up with um, our social media posts. So we usually post a lot of announcements there, ways to support. Um, And so, yeah, if you are ever interested in contacting me, you can also contact me at my email, kyliehamamoto at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, everything is on our website. So if you're interested in starting a chapter, there's a contact form specifically for that on our website. Um, you want to know more about specific events that we've done, then that is, that is also all there. Yeah, it is. It's all there, guys. So go and uh, look for that right now. And Kylie, if you could give us one last golden nugget, if you could share with us an inspirational quote or a meaningful quote that you have uh, yeah. and our podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, a quote, I think one of my favorite quotes is probably teach girls to be somebody's, not somebody's. And it's kind of hard to hear the quotes meaning verbally when I say it like that, but teach girls to be somebody's, not somebody's with like somebody's being possessive um, with the apostrophe S. And so I really like this quote because I think it pretty much sums up my outlook on life and how and the how and the why as to why I'm doing We Go. And I think the quote does a really good job at um, getting at the idea of independence and how we, we are and we still need to break that gender norm and objectification of women being seen as an object that you can possess. And instead kind of working towards being a somebody, being a leader, being strong and independent. So yeah, these are all of my founding principles that and values that I, of course, built we go upon, but most importantly, um, values that I personally live, live by every day. So I think that's a really good one. 
that one is deep that one is deep yes yes i was just like Noli, where i kind of had to close my eyes <laughs> yeah to, to it all in there that, that, yeah. that's really yeah. meaningful kylie i can definitely feel the uh mana the power of um, radiating from you and your soul and uh, your enthusiasm for we go is just amazing i mean i i have no doubt that you're gonna carry it with you it's like a part of you part of your blood and uh, Kylie, uh, if your parents are listening, congratulations mm. on raising an outstanding, <laughs> you know, just strong young woman who is just a fine example to other ladies and an inspiration as well. Thank you so much, Kylie, for joining us on Mothership and, and Thank you again. With all your information about WeGo. Keep up the good work. Keep doing it. Yeah, we want to hear Thank you so more. much. Thank you so much for having me again. We're so excited uh, to see what's next, Kylie. <laughs> any activity that's coming up next by the way that you want to share yeah we have um, a lot of upcoming um, partnerships with local organizations and local schools so everything again will be on our website and on our instagram so um yeah just everything will be updated there so if you wanted to know about any upcoming events then it'll be all posted on our social media <laughs> Holla. Okay. <laughs> Thanks yes. so much for joining us. Thank we, you so we much for having me. your studies anymore. So we'll <laughs> right now. All right. Kylie Hamamoto, everybody, check her out on Weebo. Aloha. Aloha. Thanks, Kylie. Take care. Thank you.